You stupid bitch Yeah You're a stupid bitch You stupid Bitch Welcome to another episode of Stupid Bitches Say What The Aussie podcast about everything and nothing But always with wine And your hosts Sky Lee Collett And Sean Beano Hipkins this week's topic is back in time. Listen in as we banter about what it was like growing up in the 90s. Sean takes us through some of the most cowabunga dude fads of the decade. Totally tubular, dude. And Sky, well, Sky just reminisces about being a kid. Bless. Now, tell the listeners, what are we drinking tonight, Sky? Oh, what are we drinking? Well, we're trying a, a new thing, aren't we? We, um... I have been raving. If you listened to all our wine banter in the first season, and also you will know that we catalogued our wines recently. Oh my God, it started. We had a sip and a recently, recently. Um, So we catalogued our wines recently, and I noticed that one of the wines that I, you know, banged on and on and about in the first season, I never actually got around to drinking. And it was, (laughs) it started my whole love affair with Pinot Gris. Do you remember, you remember oh, this, right? yes, yeah. You don't even remember this, do you? We're drinking this wine because it's a symbolic measure and yes. you don't even remember the reason why we're drinking this wine. I remember you saying it was your Pinot Gris turning thing and then you ordered a bunch of them and none of them oh. were as good or something? No, I brought, I ordered a bunch of them and then I loved them and I drank them all. And then <laughs> the second time I went to order a bunch of them, they were out of stock with naked wine, so I couldn't order them. Uh, so I waited and waited and waited. And then, as you know, I moved, and so I didn't want to order wines and cart them around, you know, all over the shop. So um, I waited till I moved into my new house and ordered a bunch. But when I couldn't order the Pinots from Naked, I started trying all the Pinots that I could get my hands right. on in all the other bottle shops, and they were all bloody horrible. I haven't since found one that I enjoyed. Um, so ordered a bunch again since moving into the new house, brought a bottle down to you on the weekend. Did, thank you. So we could um, share it together and um, comment on whether or not our palettes are on the same page. With our um, palettes aligned, we can drink the world free of all the wine. <laughs> Bring <laughs> peace back into the regions. <laughs> it's like totally of the wine that. people. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. Um, so over to you, Bina. Oh, actually, I have to say what wine it is. Oh, my God, I banged on and on and on about this wine. I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. For people on YouTube who can see via the video link and also Spotify, of course, uh, people are watching. We That's right. Um, it's called Gadilly. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but it's got a lovely, lovely like, drawing of some faces on there. And it's a Pinot Gris, which I've already mentioned, or a Pinot Gris if you'd prefer to say it in that manner. Pinot uh, Chris. <laughs> it's <laughs> from Adelaide. No, it it's definitely of, a pinot then. <laughs> and it was <laughs> a peanut. Um, and it was made in 2021. So when I was drinking it last year, it was just out of the wine web. Mm. Um, we do love so an infant wine, don't we? We do. We do love a young, young toddler. <laughs> Bebe. <laughs> All right, we're going to have my set. It would be a baby, wouldn't it? Please. So, hang on, first of all. So, one, I got said wine. I also got my collection of um, Stupid Bitch glassware that we got from Tyler for Christmas. So, I finally have these in my little handies. 
big man. So we're full matching matchy tonight. We're drinking we're the same matchy. wine and we're drinking out of matching glasses. Cheers, Tyler. Charles. Cheers, fiance. Ooh. What do Zero you tang. It's um, it's got a really mild flavor, and I, I don't want to like put shit on the wine because I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's almost watery taste. Okay, but yeah. I was going to say, but the exact it's not same a thing. bad watery taste. Like it's no. not. It's like you've had a white wine and you've had a, um, a thing of ice in it, and then oh. the ice has melted. But you know, it's not. Nice. But in a good way, in not yeah. a diluted way, but in the like. It doesn't like, taste weak, but yeah, it's no. got flavor, but it does it tastes watery? I know what you mean. But yeah, I do yeah. like it. It's nice. There's no tang. There's no. no. Mm. And I could yeah. easily see how you could down a few bottles of these in one it's sitting. mellow. Would you call it mellow? Is that a good word to describe it, do you think? I think mellow is very good. I don't know if it's dry. What, what constitutes a dry wine? It's, it's, I'd say it's a light white wine. It's not like sweet. It's not a, oh, you wouldn't say it's dry. Oh, I my God, listen to us. I wouldn't say it's got um, notes of floral or anything. Certainly not floral. Definitely some loose grapes. Definitely. There's a few wild grapes in there too. <laughs> Maybe some slightly slightly in between sour and sweet grapes. You know what else came lines. from um, barrels in Adelaide, don't we? Oh, yes. Oh, how did you bring that into our wine discussion? <laughs> My goodness. People yeah, are going like to be like, oh, no, please. Don't bring the bodies in the barrel back into it. Please. I I've just got over my nightmares. I know we have had a bit of feedback about how graphic it was. Look, sorry about that, but I have no regrets. <laughs> no, and I don't have any regrets either. I think that it was perfect. Um, and it's, you know, it's a style that we're going for. Um, but yes, I actually find it like quite good that people say, I couldn't listen to it anymore. It was too, yeah. <laughs> it was too full on. And it was like, well, objective achieved. Toughen up, princess. <laughs> get on to pop culture next yeah so look uh, i can't we can't go back and forth with the wine band because we're really we're drinking the same drink it's nice. the same matching glasses thank you very um, much so really we just need to move on don't we to the, the, the top we of do. the evening we do. Oh, well, no, let's have a chat about this week have a let's go this week tidbits we want to talk about this week you go first what would you like to talk about how's your week been First out, first of all, sorry, I'd like to do a little shout out to Colorado in the US. We've oh, been watching yeah. our statistics going up from our US listeners and our listeners in Colorado have now moved to the top of the um, the polls the for the hierarchy. US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Got our most yeah. listeners from that state. So thank you to whoever you are. Feel free to comment on one of our Insta posts or something so we I know who you are. Please tell us what you're liking. What's making you keep listening? Message us or comment and, yeah, tell us. Tell us what's keeping you going because we'd love to hear and, and hopefully do more of it for our listeners. Great, great. But, um, yeah, moving on to the week. So this week, Vinny and I had planned for a couple of months now to just have the week off. Um, the real only significance was that we had our Australia Decides Eurovision, which we'll talk about during What's the Haps? what yeah, happened with yeah. that um and yeah we're just going to have the week off where we could do things around the house and whatnot and that all got cut short well all the plans went out the window when um we flooded <laughs> we were victims yeah. of the brisbane flood but yeah we were down the gold coast for the two nights met you and tyler there on the saturday night and then we were due to stay the sunday night mm -hmm. but due to the rain and all the flooding that was happening we sort of 
were a bit anxious and weren't enjoying being there and wanted to be home with the cats. So we drove up Sunday afternoon and luckily we did because by Monday, um, streets Such were flooded. A good decision that you guys left. Like oh. I remember when I saw the message saying that you left, you're like, oh, really? I can't believe that you slept. Like you had all these plans and stuff for the Sunday. And then within like an hour or two, you were like, oh my God, we're completely flooded. And I was mm. like, oh, you must have had a sixth sense of that. I mean, it was pissing down to torrentially for days upon days. And it was just that gut feeling. Like we had a few people telling us, oh, just stay the night, it'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. But at both of our guts. Were just and you like, know, you oh. know. Yeah. And it's our, our cats, which are our kids as well. And we're like, oh, we just want to be with them and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah, so we were glad we made that decision. And then we lost power at about 2.30 Monday morning for nearly 40 hours, which was absolute hell. There is nothing worse, is there not? Like, you cannot just live. We, we're just so reliant on technology. Yeah. Um, and just your basics, like being able to cook stuff. I mean, if you, uh, have, you don't have gas, though, do you? So we've got a gas sort of, stove. Oh, well, that's okay. At least you could have. That was good. But yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah, we did. I boiled a big pot of water because we're like, I think the water's getting a bit damaged, but we never used it. Uh, but it was cold showers. And like, it's one thing when you lose the internet, but when you lose all electricity, we had to go to the pub. It was yep. terrible on um, yeah. Monday and the Tuesday with power boards and all our charges and just charging up our phone and our iPad just so we had I something. I saw all the call outs from a lot of places in West End saying, if you need to come and charge a share, yeah. our door is open, like, you know, no fucking questions asked. I was like, well done. Yeah. Because um, that's what people need, right? To just be able to charge their phones so they can yeah. make contact with work and you family the- and internet where you get cellular data through your phone as well so you can do that but yeah and like even banking is all on the phone now as well yeah. so it was it was great to get that power um but yeah no it's good to see as you said about the phone charging stations that have been going around and like what a sign of the times really when you think about it i, I don't even remember that when the 2011 floods hit and yeah. that was you know carnage um and i don't yeah. remember seeing phone charge stations or anything so yeah it's nice to see i don't people. think people were as reliant back then as they are that's like no. we're talking, that's 10 years ago it was nearly 11 years ago i guess yeah like 10 and a half something like that well it was in um, january so yeah 11. yeah 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 so it's a uh, sign of our times definitely and um and the other big thing about this weekend we have mardi gras weekend on down in sydney yeah. go the gays I saw one of our friends post about it because the prep's going on and she was saying... Kylie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was saying because her and her daughter are there. Yeah. Um, yeah, how she wants to go next year or make a plan to go. Yeah. Because she was getting all hyped up in it. From the vibe. Yeah, which would be crazy. Like, I worked with a lady um, at my last job at the council um, and she used to go down and volunteer. So she used to go every weekend to Mardi Gras. For years she had done it. Um, because she said the vibe was insane and she just loved being involved in it. So she went there for no money, paid for her own accommodation, like just to, for the experience. and just for the experience. And she did it. In consecutive. So I worked with her for four years and she did it up until the COVID years, obviously. She did it every year that I worked with her. Wow. Um, I've still never because, done and it. And she'd been doing it for years because she said just being there, because like she didn't do CPR or anything like that. She just was in certain places, you know, where they need extra people and hands yep. and whatever. And she said, I meet so many people. I make lifelong friends. I'm still in contact with people I met 10 years ago. 
It's a beautiful like celebration, the, isn't it? The best thing, yeah. Like it's not all just about throwing. And she wasn't down gay. Your face. She was. Yeah. She was a hetero too. She just loved it so much. Yeah, we know a few straights that go down and do it too. Um, women mainly, but yeah, have yeah. you ever been? No, no, no. no. Um, I've only done the pride stuff that we've done in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, but no, I would hundred percent go. I would love it. You know me. I love anything flamboyant with song, dance, and costumes. <laughs> we should go next year. I am there. We totally should. We should make a plan to do it um, and book it all in advance when we yeah. can, you know, line it all up. So what about you? What's been happening in your um, life this week? Uh, look, work's been really hectic. It's So I'm in week three of my new job. So, you know, the first two weeks where pe- people are sort of training you and when they've got the time and stuff like that, but you're you sort of left on the bit. side, yeah. Yeah, so then I've sort of hit the ground running a little bit and I'm a bit of a doer, so I'm just like, I'm over. I can only take so much training and so much hand-holding. I'm just like, look, if I make a mistake, I'll come, I'll, I'll apologise later, let me just have a go. So since I started doing that, I've had all client meetings a week, so it's been full on. But, um, yes. but the thing I wanted to mention was, um, and I should have taken a photo when it came, but I got this little note uh, a little message actually a couple of days ago saying you've got something coming from Metal Gifts. It's a place in WA um, and it's being delivered. And I thought I didn't order anything. And I was like, what have I ordered? What has Tyler ordered? What, what's Link ordered or something? Anyway, Word so it's Gift like, didn't give it away that maybe it was a gift well, for you. Well, it did, but I couldn't <laughs> I totally think of get what it. kind yeah. of gift it was. Or who like, it would have been. Thought, and... Maybe something about the wedding. Like maybe someone sent us a gift, you know, True, someone yeah. who knows they can't come or can't come to the hen site and stuff like that. Anyway, so I thought maybe that's what it is. Anyway, so it went to my sister's place because that's my last one address, really. And then and we went out for tea last night and she brought it to dinner and I got to open it. And I opened it and it was a box, a gift box from my new employer. And so it basically had, you know, um, bath stuff and room fresheners and chocolates oh, cool. and candles and all that stuff. And But it was also made, and actually I've got the card here, so I will read it, a little bit of the card. Um, it's made, so it's metal, it's a company in WA, as I mentioned, but the gift was made by survivors of domestic and family violence. Um, women in our paid training and employment program who are taking the next steps towards the financial security and safe housing they deserve. In receiving this gift, you are directly contributing to their safe and supportive future. That is um, awesome. I know, and I've never gotten a gift for starting no, a neither. new job. Do you know what I mean? I've never had something on that, and I was just like, I was completely blown away, but they did say, you know, share a pick of your gift and tag people and, like, they want you to promote it. The yeah, company, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a kind of... Sure, it's a nice place to work. I ripped into it and chucked it all in the bin before I read the card where it's like, please tag us. Oh, no. And, you know, say thank you. And it was all in the bin. And I thought, oh, maybe I can put it back together. It's totally it. you. Read, read the present. You're like Vinny. Read, get, open the present first, read the card later. I'm like, read the card first, please. Well, I did read the card, but there was a lot of information because there was this beautiful message about welcome to the team as well. So I read the the survivors of domestic violence stuff and then there was this whole massive message about welcome to the company. And it's beautiful. It's really lovely about, you know, saying all this great stuff about me. Um, But, yeah, I kind of, like, missed, you know, when people say great things about me. I only zoom in on that. Oh, wow, wow. Me? Who? Me? When? Why? Yes, I know. (laughs) Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention is that uh, we've been living in Queensland for three months and Tyler got his first speeding fine. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> what zone was it and how much was look, he doing? 
he was doing 10Ks, less than 10Ks over, sorry. It was only 183 in one point. Um, but I was like, oh, my God, because I thought it would have been me. He would have got the first thing, for sure. <laughs> so what was um, he doing, 103? No, sorry, less but less than 100, but more than 80 or something. Less, so he's, sorry, less less than 10Ks over the limit. Right. It was in more than 5Ks or something. Yeah, he was doing, I know, it was a 70 zone and I think he was doing like 79 uh, or something. That can be tricky, those 70 zones. Like, why do they even exist? I know, right. So, um, but it was also the day that he found out he went to get tested for COVID after we'd had a massive boozy night out on the Saturday night with my parents and um, he wanted to go home <laughs> because he wasn't feeling well. But he was also hungover from Blissinessa. Remember, we went to Blissinessa yes. that for, and I was like, you just hung over, you'll be fine. Just have another drink. And I was enjoying myself with my parents. And then he woke up on Sunday even sicker than the night before. And he's this like, is when he got I've COVID, got... isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, I think I've got COVID. I'm not hungover anymore. I think I've got COVID. I was like, oh, you don't have COVID. And then he did. <laughs> You're just being a prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm a delight to be in a relationship with, aren't I? Uh, look, Vinny is the worst person to get sick. And I'm not really the most sympathetic but if I get any sort of sickness, even if it's a little bit, Finney is like nurse Florence Nightingale. Yeah, well, look, we both know how sick I have been last year and Tyler has doted on me, like, you know, to the point giving me, like, full-time carers, <laughs> had to change my wounds with, like, you know, fucking oh. gauze. La, 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 la. And, yeah. yeah, like, he loves it. Like, you know, he's, well, he doesn't love it, but he's yeah. certainly stepped up. Whereas <laughs> I don't know if I could have stomached that if it was yeah. me. I don't know if I could have done it. I would have been like rings. I would go, can you go and help me? I'd do it because it's Vinny. Like if it was for Vinny, for someone else, I'd be like, no, no can do. Yeah. And that's that's how we repay them. You're not sick. You're just hung over. (laughs) It's Delta. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got sick too. Yeah. I was so sick. (laughs) You're like, baby, you were nowhere near as sick as I am. I was so unsympathetic when he was sick and then I got sick and I was like, it's really bad. <laughs> Kylie, you don't understand. It's like really bad. I know. Oh, um, dear. So that was our week. That was our that crazy full-on week. Oh, you were, you know, just totally knocked off your socks with the floods out of nowhere. Oh, that's um, yeah. But, yeah, but we'll get into our, um, our expedition to... Eurovision Australia in our next episode with What's the House? Where we Fabulous and about our crazy weekend away that we went live and so if you haven't seen our live videos please There's do because I think them. they're hilarious. There's three. <laughs> oh, three I can't three. stop watching them. I just think it's a crack up and we get, we start off um, sober and then we get drunker and drunker as the night goes on. So who's going first? I can't remember. I think you went first with your musical, didn't you? Yes. I think I did, so it's your turn. You go first. Yes, all right. So, as we said, we're going back in time to the 90s, a decade of grunge and what else was massive? Grunge was definitely And that was one of my favourite fucking fashion statements because I'd also just left school mid-90s when grunge was coming in and um, it meant I didn't have to do any washing, including my hair. I could wear holy clothes, as in clothes with holes in them around, and that was all just cool. It was great for the lazy stoner that I was. 
back then. But anyway, another fad that took off in the 90s that I was delighted about was bleach tips, or should I say frosted tips? Which if was I nice. had a dollar for every photo that I have of people with bleach tips, the bleach tips went well into the year, the 2000s too. It didn't it did. just start, it didn't just stay in the 90s, it kept going. The young, it, it started in the 90s, so and yeah, it did continued into the 2000s with um, people like. Um, Zac Efron did the tips, Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that guy? My that... brother-in-law and my cousin both see... had matching tips at one time. I could see Aaron with tips. Um, yeah. And Stephen Bradbury, of course, was the 2000 tip, frosted tip. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. The guy who won the... Oh, the dude Olympic. who won by default. Yeah, of course. Legend. What a legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Um, but I personally loved it when bleached hair became a thing because as you would have seen from some of my childhood photos, I got a ton of shit for the snow white hair that I had as a child. It's a bit darker, a bit blonder now, but it used to be literally snow white. Still very light. (laughs) It was white as an A4 page paper. But you know what? The fact, like, you can hide you going grey too. I never Mm. know if you are going grey. I certainly am going grey. My grey is redonkulous. Um, But you can hide that because you are so fair and your hair is so fair that the greys are just going to fucking blend into that shit. (laughs) No, I haven't seen any yet. I'll post a picture of when I was at my mum and stepfather's wedding. (laughs) I I love all those old photos of you where you're super blonde. Can you please post heaps (laughs) of them? So people have an idea. (laughs) Let's just do a flashback Beano. Just once a week. Just pull something from the trenches. (laughs) This is me now. But yeah, um, it was fucking white. And that's where the name Beano came from. So obviously, yes, you'd know it's short for Albino. And I hated the the nickname Beano. Did you hate the nickname? I've called you that for decades. When I was in high school, I hated it because it was more of a teasy thing. And then I just remember at the end of grade 12, do you remember when we'd all get our jerseys? You could order in the school jersey. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. got your name, you could get whatever name you wanted on the back. And I thought, okay, it's time to embrace it. So I just got Beano put on the back of that. And from then it's like Beano is fine to me. But I used to also get told by hairdressers all the time that how women would pay a lot of money to have hair like mine or have hair my colour, but I just wanted it to be a different colour. I remember I just didn't, I was over. Did it you ever stuff. dye it? Did you ever like dye it black? I thought you did one time. I didn't dye it black, but I remember this was now this is in 1992. So I remember being at the oh, hairdressers. I didn't know you then. I oh no, no, no. So I was at the hairdressers and I'd said to them, same one who used to tell me women would kill for my hair colour. Um and I'd said to her I wanted to dye it. So she gave me this little vial of hair dye that was like in I shouldn't have known from the start it wasn't a good idea. It was like it was in a little plastic bottle that looked like those oh. ones that were filled with sherbet. Do you remember those yes. bottles? Yeah, yeah, I know. And it was called that. hazelnut. Talking about the 90s. Talking about the 90s. And it was called hazelnut. This was also in the 90s. And I remember going home and I put this hazelnut shampoo through my hair. And when I, um, not shampoo, the hazelnut dye, and then when I let it sit and then took my hair off, my hair was purple. I had no re- cool. I have Did no- you take photos? No. And again, we didn't have iPhones or anything like that. My hair was purple. And um, because I have no red pigment in my hair, there was nothing for the colour to hold on to. So it just went purple. That's why I didn't go brown. Oh, stop it. And I remember I washed my hair, I would say, about because it was meant to be a washout dye. 
I washed my hair probably about 30 times that day and I kind of got it back to a normal sort of colour. And then I remember going to school after picking up Matt from his um, house and we're walking to school and as soon as we got into the sunlight, he looked at my head and he just went, what the fuck have you done? So when he looked at my hair now, it looked like a purple rinse that the old ladies had put through their hair. Stop it. And we went to Alex Hills High where you couldn't get, you couldn't dye your hair, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't dye your hair. And I remember Miss Todd Hunter walked into our English class and she was like, what's going on here? And I was like, I tried to do a hazelnut hair colour, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, yeah, I think this is punishment enough. You know, I didn't get detention or anything because it was punishment enough to be fucking walking around with purple hair. My she name- was so kind. I got suspended for three weeks for basically doing the same thing where a red dye... I put it into my blonde hair, which was supposed to be a rinse, and it went pink, and I couldn't get it out. And I had to go to the hairdresser, and Mum didn't have the money back then to spend like two hundred bucks to get it bleached. Yeah. And they suspended me. I was suspended oh for my three God. weeks. Yeah, no, Miss yeah. Hunter loved me. Um, and my name went from Beano to Ribena Berry <laughs> for that period of time as well. Oh and God. I also remember doing. It was actually ninety three because I was in grade eleven. I remember doing art, and. Um, it must have been 92. Anyway, I remember doing art and then they called upon a life draw that we had to do life drawing and the teacher made me sit up on a chair <laughs> on a table with my purple hair while everyone fucking drew me. It was fucking terrible. You would not get away <laughs> with that in this day and age. I know, People right? like complain to their parents and their parents would be really this good going, you put my dog on display, how dare you? <laughs> so when blonded, oh, when frosted tips came in, I was like, oh, thank God. People, cool kids all over everywhere were dyeing their hair blonde and tipping it with, you know, the just the blonde tips on it. So I was delighted when that became a fad. Um, but they were made but famous. you didn't actually tip your hair, did you? Oh, no, no. It. Well, what was you I going to tip just, it? You just, like, rolled them into those little pointy bits, didn't you? I yeah. remember you used to have your hair and rolled into those little pointy bits all over. <laughs> the tussled over that. look, yeah. Yeah, that was back in our old clubbing days. Oh, God. Where you yeah. hair like that. So some of the people that are the famous people that we know that rocked the um, the bleach tipped or the frosted tip and helped make them famous is Justin Timberlake. Do you remember Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray? Oh, I um, loved him. Remember his frosted tips? He had the real black yes, hair but with the frosted. Yes, he had that song up on the, what was the song? Yes. Um, I remember Every Jody morning, was da, 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 That's da, it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Um, he was cool. He was cute. And Pacey, do you remember Pacey from Dawson's Creek? Love he in, Pacey. When he was in Cruel Intentions as the gay guy and he had frosted tips in that too. Yes, I was like, I've yeah. really, I've really come into my own now. <laughs> and of course, as I was saying before, it carried on into the noughties with um, a few other guys. But it's kind of died out now, hasn't it? Or if it is, it's more of a subtle frosted tip. Do you mean has, are you asking the question, has frosted tips yeah. died out? Yeah. I think absolutely. I think it's done. Mm. <laughs> I until... certainly haven't seen it floating around until it becomes cool again, like my Exactly. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say in 20 years it'll come back. Who do you remember um, as a frosted tip wearer, like famously, well, that really set it up? Sugar Ray, definitely. That would yeah. be one that I would have jumped on. Um, I can't really Literally. think of that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> totally. No, it wasn't really my type, but do you remember the whole eyebrow ring look like that? The frosted tip and the eyebrow ring just yes. goes hand in hand, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's well, Pete, what I remember from Pete Davidson that day. kind of, not tips as such, but he sort of frosts his hair, doesn't he? 
Oh, you mean um, Kim Kardashian's Pete Davidson? Yeah. He does all, he sometimes has blue hair, he sometimes has pink hair, he does all sorts of stuff going on. Um, love everything he does. You know, this stuff. we talked about this the other week about how much I love Pete Davidson. Don't I have, understand his connection with Kim, but anyway. I have seen pictures of him lately where I've actually sort of recanted on my, oh, he's okay, but not for me. There are some pictures I'm like, damn. Especially when he yeah. has like a baseball hat on, where it's a bit more fuller in the face as well, I think. Mm. Yeah. He's got, he's just got that way about him that I think is super sexy. It's not so mm. much his look. Like I love his look, but it's more about it's I love a funny look. man. And I talked about this before. I love a unique look. I love a funny man. Yeah. Love people who are funny. Love them. Um, we get on so damn well, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, but I have so many things to talk about in mindset. What's your next thing? All right. So the next fad, and look, as we both know, there was so many to choose from and we wanted to try and not get music, TV, fashion influence into this one because they're their own segments in themselves, really. But do you remember um, Furbies? Oh, my God, yes. But I never actually had one. I had a Tamagotchi, but not a Furby. Yeah, no, I was the exact same. I had a Tamagotchi. I didn't have a Furby. Um, my Tamagotchi was a silver egg, and I wish I knew where it was now. The poor thing, do you remember the noise it used to make? <laughs> <laughs> she liked that. And every do you really time think I... it's somewhere? Do you think you have it somewhere? Uh, no, I think I, I think I left, lost it in London with my Nintendo 64 and my Game Boy, which I'm devastated about. But, um, I remember turning on the Tamagotchi after a couple of days, and there just being all these poo piles around in the poor fucking thing. And they evolved and shit too, <laughs> didn't they? Tamagotchi. I know. But yeah, no, I never had a Furby. I don't know if I really wanted one. I I never really got the urge for one, but I did want, and they weren't in the 90s, they were the 80s, was a Teddy Ruxman. They freaked me out. They super freaked me out, man. Yeah. South Park's done a good episode of them where they take over the world, basically. But do you remember Teddy Ruxpin? I had a- I had Baby Talk, which was the girls' version of it. So oh. there was Teddy Ruxpin, then there was Baby Talk. And I got it for Christmas when I just watched Chucky and Mum and Dad thought I would be in love with it and I literally hated it. And they, and they could never understand why I hated this doll. Uh-huh. I just put it in the cupboard <laughs> for the night time and she looked, she was blonde, but she was very, very similar in look. And I used to put her in the cupboard every night when I went to sleep. And because it was batteries and it was the fucking 90s, yeah. sometimes she'd turn on and off yes. and stuff like that. She'd start talking for no reason. I was absolutely terrified of her. And <laughs> mum and dad were like, why do you hate her? We spent all this money and she would have been expensive at the time. And they were like, you, and you just, and they would come in in the morning and see her in the cupboard and be like, what the fuck? Why is she in the cupboard? And I'm like, that costs us good money. You will fucking learn to love her. I hated her. I hated her guts and I wanted her gone from my life. Well, I really wanted a Teddy Ruxpin so bad for Christmas too. And I think I was 10, which was probably a bit too old for a Teddy Ruxpin, but I just wanted this Teddy that moved its arms, opened its mouth when you put a cassette in the back of it. I didn't get it and I was devastated. I think I even found a stash of presents in mum and dad's they study. were very expensive like ridiculously they were. expensive back then. i think the they're like a hundred dollars back then like it was a lot of money yeah. um but yeah i remember going into the mum and dad's study and we found the 
Christmas presents and I was positive I saw a case that resembled a Teddy Ruxpin and I thought I was getting it. Oh, sure. the, the old search for Christmas <laughs> presents and then ending up being disappointed. On and I was Day like, did you give it to someone else? What's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> but Furbies, as you'll remember, they were like a learn-as-you-go robotic owl-looking motherfucker. Like it started when you got them, they would talk in their own gibberish and they would replace yeah. those with English, with the language that it learnt through the owner and stuff. It was a huge hot toy for Christmas in the late 90s. Over 40 million of the toy were sold while it was still in production and 14 million of them taking place alone in 99. Seemed like a toy that you would get over pretty quickly, though, I found. Like Tickle Me em- yeah, Elmo, totally. which was also massive in the yeah. 90s and sold out everywhere. But I reckon after a day of like tickling Elmo with that, <laughs> you'd just be a bit eh. Um, sticking with dolls, um, troll dolls. Now you must remember. Oh, them. I didn't even think of troll dolls. Those naked little cute faced fuckers with wild colored hair that were meant to sit on your pencil, but everyone just went mad for them, if you remember. And you used to get them from shops like Granny Mays and those sort of. Adult yeah, Granny Mays. Granny Mays. I fucking loved Granny Mays. Um, and I had one. When I finally ended up getting one, I got one that had half black hair and half white hair on the top. Even though they used to come in the most elaborate colours and high-vis colours. And I'm surprised you didn't go for a crazy colour. That surprises me. I went black and white just because I was going through a real yin and yang phase at the time. Like I was obsessed with yin and yang and what it all meant. So you know the black and white circle with the dot in each. You know, yin and yang, yeah. I, I still love yin and yang yeah, to this day. I've got, like, two yin and yang pictures in my house. Love it. How, like, the black has the dot of the white to show that there's always a bit of good and evil and a bit of evil and good. And, yeah, love it. Yeah. So that's why I um I went with that um, troll doll. Um, but do you know rare dolls still sell up to $500 on eBay today? Some of the rare coloured ones. Rare. Rare uh, trolls. Troll dolls, yeah. And then they made that dumb movie, remember? Yes, with Justin Timberlake. Getting the double mention tonight, JT. Thanks for listening, JT. Long and time kids listener. love it, but they didn't know trolls. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was completely different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were very similar to the Beanie Babe baby fad that also exploded yes, I in the 90s. That. By, um, yep, T-Y, yep. T.Y. Inc., I think it was. And the company was really clever with their marketing because they built on the fad by limiting their supply and under-delivering to stores of the Beanie Babies. And they also would purposely discontinue anyone that any of the products. Like the PlayStation 5. <laughs> What's that? Like the PlayStation 5. Wow. Well, they, it was supposed to come out last Christmas, not Christmas, the Christmas before that, and you can't get it. It's oh. on a back order and everywhere. I think mean, COVID's impacted that, yeah. Oh, maybe. Jesus. Yeah, that's annoying. Um, especially for Link. He must be going beside himself waiting for one. Or does he have one? No, he's an Xbox man. It's Tyler who wants to play. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you can get it. I think you can get it, but you're paying like $1,000 for it or some ridiculous price yeah. because there's limited amounts that you can get. So it's, um, yeah. It's a wait, a wait until you get it. Get the PlayStation 6, which will come out soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they would do that, that under delivery, and then they'd purposely discontinue any of the pro- popular beanie babies to generate more interest in their rarity and shit. So it was quite clever. Quite a clever marketing, marketing. model. Yeah. yeah. Like they had fan clubs, websites, magazines developed for the collectors. 
Um, and at one stage, especially in the 90s, it was considered like a financial investment collecting beanie babies. Would you yeah, still be friends with me if I was a beanie baby collector? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's That's, there's, not, that's not a non-negotiable for you. Okay, okay. It'd have to be. Would you know where we stand? It'd have to be a lot worse for me to not be your friend than collecting oh, beanie oh, babies. Oh, 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 I love you. <laughs> um, but the thing with, um, with beanie babies now, because the interest is considerably waned, they're not fetching the price they once would have back in the day. Uh, oh, I could have predicted that. Did you have a beanie baby? Look, I think maybe I might have had one or two through the times, but I was never really one for stuffed animals. I was never really one for, once I got to a certain age, toys were like, for I'm me. Yeah. And I think the beanie baby phase came in maybe when I was about 15-ish, maybe, or maybe yeah. a little bit younger. Yeah, I, so I was a bit done with that by then. I think my mm. first time that I got a beanie baby was probably in like 1999. 2000 they, and that yeah, was a, it was a gift yeah. from someone and I can't it was a black thing I kept thinking it's got like a duck or something I can't remember but yeah I don't know what yeah I can I've got a duck image in my head because I think my sister had a couple mm. I think yeah but god but, knows um, where it is now yeah. and my Show final somewhere with your tamagotchi it could be with my tamagotchi fucking gotchi covered in shit <laughs> Covered in fucking little electric poo. <laughs> now, my final, final discussion for the 90s is Pokemon. Born in the 90s, still huge today. That oh just God. goes to show, you know, that's 30 years. Um, and as we know, the 90s saw a burst in collectible trading games. Do you remember Pogs? P-O-G-S, those little caps. I, my whole wardrobe in my bedroom, I had a double sliding door situation going on and I had the Tazos. No, it wasn't Pogs, it's Tazos. Yes, yes, I had yes. them lined up. Yeah, lined up in order. So I collected them and wow. I used that they used to be numbered as well. And yes, I had them all lined right. up and I had hundreds of them. And that's... I was about 20 because <laughs> a guy that I dated... At the time, I'm actually might have been a little bit younger. A guy that I dated at the time, he was obsessed with collecting them, and um, we only dated when I was like between seventeen and nineteen, I think. And he was obsessed with them. He collected them, and I started collecting them because he collected them, I guess. And I had yeah, them lined up. And God knows what happened to them. Uh, well, <laughs> today in the bin. I've got um, card like folders with the sleeves that you put trading cards in, and I know I've got the full set of the Lion King cards. And I think Batman Returns. And I've got a couple of oh rare things God. from that too. That are still squirreled away. And I actually You'll have, have to show Tyler the Batman Returns. He'll like, he'll get a kick out of that. You'll have to show him next summer over. Oh, well. Batman Returns. Hang on. Which ones? No, Batman Forever. I was going to say, it shouldn't, it wouldn't Batman Returns, would it? Yeah, no. Batman oh, Forever. On. It yeah. was. The one with Which was Carey. the Chris O'Donnell and um, Uma Thurman was the Poison Ivy. And that was um, Batman, Batman and Robin. George, and it was George Clooney. That's Batman. Oh yeah, and Robin. it was one of the yeah, it was one of the George Clooney. Batman Forever still had George Clooney though, didn't it? No, it Val Kilmer. Oh, I love. Oh, Tyler's yelling at me from the lounge room. <laughs> What's that about Batman? <laughs> hey. Yes. <laughs> no, we're talking about Batman Forever. But I'm trying to decide which actors were in it. But Ben has just said I was wrong. It was Val Kilmer. It was Val Kilmer and 
Two Face and was in it, and Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Mm, yeah. yeah, I I know a lot about Batman because there's a new one with Robert Pat Patterson in it. The Batman. I have to go and see it <laughs> when it comes out. I think next week or the week after. I don't think it'll be that bad. It might be pretty good. It's got some. Apparently, it's got amazing ratings, but when you watch the the trailer, it looks absolutely shot, and he looks horrible in it. And I'm not I'm a not... fan of Robert Patterson. I'm not sure how he's going to pull off a Batman, yeah. Apparently he's excellent. Tyler's are, cause Tyler didn't want to watch it because he loves Batman, but he doesn't like Robert Pattinson. And he's okay. Like, but I'm, he'll still see it anyway because he's a fan pretty good. of the Batman series. But then he said to me, oh, the reviews are amazing for it, apparently. All right. But, yeah, back to your Tazos. I thought they were Pogs, but you're right. Well, they are Pogs, but Tazos were the ones you got free in the pack of Doritos, weren't they? Yeah, there was Pogs too, but I can't remember where yeah, Pogs I think, played into that. I can't I think, remember properly. Yeah, I think Tazos was the one that Doritos sort of did because they had yes. Tassie Devil on them, didn't they? And stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Yes, they and did. Oh, and what, Sylvester, all the Looney yes, Tunes. Looney Tunes, that's right. Um, and then they, had, then they had the Simpsons. I think they brought out the Simpsons on them as Tazo, well. So they, yeah. started with the, um, they started with the Looney Tunes and then they went into the Simpsons and I think eventually a couple of others. I can't remember though. And they just stopped. So old. It was such a long time ago. Yeah. Well, the big one that took off and is still going strong is is Pokemon. So it started off as a trading card game where they'd battle and shit like that. And then it turned into the handheld Game Boy game. And then yeah. from that, it just kept going on and on. Like you've got toys, cartoons, books. Clothing. Oh, Pokemon Go. I was I was caught up in the Pokemon Go. We both were caught up I'm in the still, Pokemon I'm Go. I still play obsession. Pokemon Go. Um, I still do I it daily. Child. <laughs> daily you still do it daily yeah i'll go on there check have a look occasionally if Luke and i are bored and we're somewhere and we've got nothing to do we'll go let's have my pokemon go and play pokemon go for a bit like you that must have new pokemon pop up all the time that you log on we, oh when we play it we get smashed with them but there was a time when i would drop link at school and i would go play pokemon on my days off on my own because I was that obsessed with getting all the extra balls and all the. But you also you lived in an area at the time that had no poke stops or Pokemon around you, did you? Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like I, here, so you caught the trains and stuff. You well, even here at our thing, I've got when I log on from here, there's three poke stops. There's gyms around me. There's always They've Pokemon. They've increased how many there are now. Poke stops and so plus you were way more. You were out in the stick suburbs as well, so I yeah. think they sort of get a bit fewer yeah. and far between. But, but I'd yeah. go down to Wellington Point and walk around. Playing. And get a poke. Yeah, for like two hours. I'd, I'd drop Link off at school, go and play it, and before I knew it, it was time to go pick him up again. I'd be like, oh, fuck, what have I done with my whole day? <laughs> Mummy's just yeah. walked around playing Pokemon. And I'd pick Link up and I'd be like, guess what I caught today? Guess what I caught today? <laughs> I got me a kangashan. Yeah, I got all these balls. And he'd be like, Mum, why do you have so many balls? And I'm like, I went down to Wellington Point while you were at school. <laughs> Give me a phone next time. I'm an adult. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll get there one day, kid. <laughs> but yeah, so the Pokemon, it's sparked, uh, there's 24 seasons of the cartoon show. I don't know if you know that. That's a fucking lot. I know there's a lot because Link made me download them one time. Um, again, because he was obsessed, even before Pokemon Go, he had a massive. It was probably a good couple of maybe three or four years where I was obsessed with Pokemon. We had every single movie on DVD. Oh, he used to um, play them on Game Boy. And that's so when yeah. you, you came to New Zealand. Will you read yeah. this for me, Mum? Will you read this for me? Yeah. yeah. It was all the Pokemon games. 
Um, so right. he was obsessed with them. So Pokemon has been a big part of my life for a long, long time. <laughs> Many years. Well, there's 23 various movies on them and there's also around 23 games I was going to say, there's so many movies. I have seen so many Pokemon movies. And, like, it gets to the point where you're like, come on. Yeah, because they're all the cartoon ones. But now they're going into the sort of Pixar-y, animation-y type ones as well. Well, I loved the Pokemon where... um, Pikachu Detective. I love Pikachu Detective because they were real-life Pokemon. And they were cute. And you saw them them, and they were so cute. And pika, he just pika. wanted to like live there, and we yeah. watched it. And I was like, I just, I just want them for myself. What was the the Squirtles? Oh, are they your favorite? Squirtles. Yes, yeah, love I, them. I always liked Bulbasaur, and I um, love Bulbasaur too. I love, love Gengar as well. Which one's Gengar? He's the sort of ghost demon one. He starts off as a ghastly ball, yes, then he becomes that purple one. guy. Yeah. There's heaps of cute ones though. Heaps and heaps of There are, and they, they get you getting more cuter them. as they release yeah. more. So what, what's your um, 90s spectacular that you have for us? All right, I'm just going to get straight into it. Let's talk about the food of the 90s. Let's talk about oh. what we used to eat at school. Um, and also for <laughs> people who are outside of Australia who are, who are listening, um, please comment and tell us if you listen to this podcast. But did you guys used to? Well, they didn't because they have um, canteens. They have or can, they have diners like um, yeah. dinner meals and stuff. So they get food provided to them. But we used to have to write. We used to have to take a brown oh, paper bag. This is primary <laughs> school for little lunch and big lunch. <laughs> yeah. That was so the most even- amazing thing. And can I just quickly say too that um, food in the schools in the nineties is a lot different to food in schools these days. Well, I'm going to go there, um, but let's talk about the brown paper bag for first of all. Yes, that was the best. If you got a brown paper bag delivery, you were fucking a very lucky child. Especially in winter. Do you remember when it was cold and you'd get, well, see, I grew up in New South Wales, so it was much colder than it was in Queensland, but I remember when it was cold and you'd see the the, the, the tubby thing come to the classroom with the brown paper They used to do ours in the laundry tub. They'd bring it in yeah, a laundry yeah, basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd see, you'd see the brown paper and you'd smell the smells of all the food coming in and when yeah. it was cold, you'd be like, oh, my God, I've got a pie for lunch today. <laughs> yeah, and we used to get little pies as well. You'd get, like, baby pies or big pies. Yeah. You have so to write the like, order on the paper bag with the money. And your name and your class. And then money as well, how much it costs for each yes, item. And, and how much money. And you'd was. give in the bag with the money in it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they'd, they'd bring your bag. Your bag would get delivered with your food in it with the money taken out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Good times. Good times. Um, but that's too. probably something incredibly Australian and that no other country does because, you know, did. school yeah. systems and. Yeah, well, they did it up until Link um, was in about grade four or grade five because I had to get brown paper bags and send them to school. And it was um, a way to ha- keep the little kids out of the tuck shop lines from getting bullied or cut I in front of so. and stuff. And to do pre-stuff and plan and stuff like that and not have this many parents staffed and whatever. But um, anyway, I thought we'd touch on that. But let's talk about some of the foods, which you were talking about foods being very different. And look, I totally agree because Luke came home yesterday and said, you know, my God, Mum, I had the most amazing sushi bowl that I've ever had oh in my, my life today. <laughs> and it had Karachi chicken in it. Oh, Jesus. And he couldn't stop talking about it. It cost $6. Um, but he also regularly eats riblet rolls. Do you remember the pork riblet rolls? I remember them from Macca's. 
you know, they used to have them at school. Well, we didn't really have the rolls, I think, at the Alex Hills Tuck Shop. We used to just have them in a little paper thing and they were like yes. saucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they looked like a rib, like they had like little like weird divots things in it. on them. Yeah, yeah. divots, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were delicious. Yeah. So delicious. I remember my sister used to eat them all the time. She was obsessed. She loved them. Um, and then you got, you know, your old-fashioned chicken burgers that was just like, yeah, but they, they, Yeah, and that, that's burger. the stuff they don't do anymore because you'd have pizza day. You'd all get it, maybe a square of pizza and yeah, you used to get cottage yeah. pies. And I just used to even get a cream bun for lunch. Yes, sometimes. cream buns. Oh, my God. Were, I used to be obsessed with carob buns. Do you remember this? They were yes. little buns. And they were carob, and I love them. And you can't get them anywhere. Like, I've tried at every single health store imaginable. I'm like, I just want those carob buds that they used to sell in the school canteens. I don't and think I like the like, carob buds. <laughs> I love them. Love them, love them, love them. I would totally eat carob now, but you can't get any good carob. It's always got nuts or goji berries or some shit in it. It is. It's not just, like, plain carob. Um, and eucalyptus drops. Do you remember that? Yes. High. Yeah, 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 yeah. 20 cents like a bag. Packets in and it had in the Australia-made thing on the front a little Australian made logo they were great and they were such a shit lolly when you think about it I would still if I'm at the server and I see a packet of those bad boys I will grab a packet any fucking day and eat the whole packet I love them you can lift the straps and red frogs were huge of course I could still never the green Um, never the green but always they didn't really sell the green anymore but um at Lynx basketball on the central coast they sell red frogs and at football I yeah. used to always grab a couple of bags of red frogs every time I went to the kitchen. Yeah, they're good. But, yeah, there was no policing about what you ate when you went to high, well, especially in high school, with tuck shop. Like, you could line up and get a fucking cream bun and a jam donut as your lunch and no one gave a shit. Yeah, I don't and think you can get away with that today. Yeah. As well. <laughs> no one gave a shit. Um, okay, so another thing, do you remember Book Club? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that when you'd get the catalogue and you'd flick through and you'd pick the books you wanted and then you'd wait patiently for the day that the books got delivered? Yes, yes. But if you were like me, my parents back in the day didn't have a lot of money, as most families did back when we were growing up. It was a very different economic climate. So most families didn't, unless you were super rich, most families didn't have a lot that was left over at the end of the week while they paid the bills and fed the kids. This is so true. Interest so rates were 19% for fuck's sake. On yeah. Houses. So I used yeah. to sit there and read, and I was a massive reader. I love my books. Me and too. I'd read through the catalogue and just have a list and I could take it to mum and I'd draw all these numbers and circle all these things. And she'd be like, oh, darling, <laughs> not this week. You get like, one. Oh, God. <laughs> and every now and then she'd have the money. When they had the money, she would get them for me. And I yeah. remember the, like, the, and I remember the kids that got a book every week too. And I'd be like, <gasps> Oh, hey, see, it, it was never fair. it wasn't a weekly thing when i was a prime i mean school. sorry like every month it was like once every a month, month or, something. or something yeah and yeah. um but they always had the best books like the same like the pop-up books or the ones where you'd color them in and it'd change color or shit they always had the novelty books as well as well, the talking books. about stuff that still stood the test of time and i was saying that the ribbit roll still around for Link's canteen well when link was in primary school um, they used to send the book clubs home and it's evolved now. So it's got, they've got like three or four different catalogs. So there's a lucky for the older kids and then there's a couple of junior book clubs. So I used to get four catalogs every month 
And I'd sit there and I would buy, you know, me and my books, especially when Link was little, I used to read to him constantly. Um, so I'd spend like probably a hundred bucks a month on books in that book club for Link when he was younger. I loved it. And when I would get, when I'd pick him up from school and he'd walk out with the catalogs in his hand, they'd be like, oh, give to mummy, give to mummy. <laughs> that was the best day when the books did arrive there, wasn't it? And you had one. But yeah, you're right. There was always some fucker in this class that had fucking a shit ton of a book every month. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, I want a book. Can I read your book? Can I look at your book? Can I touch your book? And going yeah. back to when you were saying about how you used to read to Link a lot, um, he also did read to you on occasion. <laughs> you were laying in bed next to him one time, like, read Mama a book, darling, and pat my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Too many wands. It's your turn to read a book. And he's like, okay, mummy. Yeah. And I think that one time we were reading Harry Potter. That's oh, always wow. reading Harry Potter to me. He's like, I'll oh, read to you, mummy. Bless his little heart. <laughs> My beautiful little boy. He is beautiful. Um, so, all right, I'm going to jump ahead to a little bit of high school stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can get my dumb mouse to work. Um, so, do you remember the myth or the urban legend um, that existed when we were in high school where if talking about recently how kids get out of school for so many things at the, and it's a different time we know that um <clears throat> but back in the day we never get got sent home because there was floods we never got sent home because there was heavy rain we a never had morning. a day off of school <laughs> <laughs> we did have a bomb warning but they didn't send us home no no they no they the put oval. you at the oval in the heat yeah <laughs> yeah sphere and protection you kids aren't going home you're not going anywhere there was no sunscreen um, provided. But there was the myth that if it ever got to 40 degrees heat in Queensland, you would go home and it was too hot for school to go on. Do you remember this? Yeah. And so, but I remember that everyone used to say once it got to 40 degrees, and it very rarely got to 40 degrees. Like it doesn't really get to 40 degrees ever. But I remember us all, we'd walk into the demandables, we'd walk into mass, you know, if I can, I was going to say mass A, but I think mass A was a clever mass. I was in the dummy mass. And we'd walk into it and I'd be like, miss, I reckon it's 40 degrees. Can you check? Have you got a thermometer? Can you check how hot it is? Shouldn't we be going home? And we just hassle the teacher all lesson. <laughs> Every lesson, it'd be like, come on, sir. It must be 40 degrees. We're it's all really hot. It's fucking 20 degrees. Shut up. We've got a long way to Isn't go. Isn't it the law? Isn't it the law that you have to let <laughs> us go abuse, 20 degrees? Abuse. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what we used to do. God, we were horrible. Um... Oh, look, but I think kids are still just as horrible today in school. Just in a different way, Just right? as tormenting to teachers anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, do you remember pen licences? No. In primary school when you got upgraded from writing in, in, um, in pencil and then you were finally allowed to write in biro after you'd done so many different like tests and proved that you're running writing I never got my pen license ever my writing oh. was always so bad my teachers used to say to me that I used to write like now you couldn't get away with this but they used to say to me I was trying to write like a boy you oh, have wow. terrible handwriting and I remember like every time mum and dad used to go to school and um have the occasional school meeting because you didn't really have them back then either but once or twice they went to school for some reason pnc committee or a teacher oh my mum never my parents never involved in that but the one or two times they went for some parent meeting 
the teachers always said to them, her handwriting is terrible. You need to, and they brought me handwriting books and I wouldn't do it. And I, I, to this day, my handwriting is atrocious. So I never got my pen license. <laughs> I never, we never had a pen license at school. I remember I, because I went it was to. Grade six, grade six and seven, well, grade meant, five, you got them, I think. Uh, well, I went to Villanova in grade five and six, and we still wrote oh. pencil there. And then I remember when I came to grade seven at Birkdale South, they were writing in pen and I just still kept writing in pencil until the teacher said to me, you need to stop writing in pencil and start writing in pen. It's time. It's time. It's time to graduate to the borough. But I can't rub that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm going to say another one. What about Dolomites? Were you in Dolomites? Oh, yeah. You Commonwealth Bank Dolomites account. Yes, I never had a Dolomites account. Mum used to say to me, there's too many fees. You just kind of lose your money. I think I had one, but it started, and I think I ended up with about $7 in it, and that was it. They had to, like, your parents had to bank money every week or however long the bank people, I don't know how, I can't remember. I, remember I think it was a weekly the thing, yes, and yeah. they'd take the money and you'd give it to them and they'd bank it for you. And, and they'd give you a receipt. slip and they taught you about, you know, your deposit slips and stuff yes. like that. And I used to watch the kids do it and I'd be like, oh, I want to bank some money. I <laughs> 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 need money to bank. And, um, yeah, you got your little own thingy. I think it was in grade seven I did mine. And you got a, like a piggy bank as well. Remember, you got the Dolomite mm. piggy bank. I think you got a shirt as well for being a Dolomite. Because they were like um, little alien I wanted that or, shirt. Yeah, I want my, and it was a yellow fucking checkbook thing, yeah. I remember. I do remember yes. the Dolomites, Jesus. Um, scratch and sniff stickers, do you remember? Ah, uh, yes. Scratch and sniff. Yes. 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 I remember. them now, but still. They were a massive novelty when we were growing up. Because they were new. And you'd get things that smell like tutti frutti, or you'd get ones that smell like a donut. And do you remember the phase around collecting rubbers? My cousin Tracy was really into yes. it, and they were all the miniature, yes. de- like you'd have a detergent and an ice yeah. cream, or and a, a shopping bag, or anything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And my cousin Tracy had like these cases, and she had all these little rubbers in them, and they were all different. But she had them because she had a part-time job. She was a lot. She was ten years older than me, and I used to always oh, right. every time I saw her, I was like, oh, she's just so cool. Everything she <laughs> she's does is amazing. Money. I bet oh you she's God, got her own dollar account. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, what about the life education plan? Do you remember that? Uh, one? With the giraffe. Harold the giraffe. With the giraffe, healthy Harold. And healthy the first Harold. time any boys had seen boobs. And you'd watch it. I remember, remember the mannequin with the boobs on? Yeah, and they used and to the show you the, get red faced. And they used to out. show you the um the food tracking down and how food became poo. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love the life education man. Um, speaking of when boys would get very red faced, I remember also in grade four getting in serious trouble with a guy named Jay because we were talking about, I think we we're doing geography and they were talking about roots from A to B. And every time the teacher said root, we just kept pissing ourselves laughing. And I remember this one chick putting her hand up because the teacher was trying to ignore us, but we just couldn't stop laughing. And I remember one chick going, <laughs> putting her hand up and going, Miss, I know why they're laughing. And she goes, so do I. We're not addressing it. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> We're not addressing it. <laughs> that is the best story. Way to go, teacher. <laughs> so do I. But yeah, every time she said so this happens Every class with boys. Every fucking year. (laughs) (laughs) 
and we take route A to B. <laughs> <laughs> she said it again. <laughs> I'm like, just say route. <laughs> and then once you get the giggles, you can't stop. I cannot stop. Yeah, especially over something stupid like that. Um, all right, so a couple of last ones. Do you remember elastics and skipping? Oh, I I got my own set of double Dutch ropes from Jump Rope the Heart for Heart. I'm laughing so hard at that I'm crying. <laughs> from uh, money I raised for Jump Rope for Heart. Yeah, I got double Dutch ropes. I remember when I first. Well, learned... I'm glad you say that because I also want to talk about forty hour famine. Oh, I did that too, but I because you could eat barley sugar. But I remember when I first oh, mastered barley the... sugar addiction <laughs> that you had. Barley sugar ever again. You want to like that. I can't eat any more barley sugar. Man. That's all you could fucking eat was barley sugar for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember when I mastered the double Dutch jump rope. Did you ever do that? Look, you know I, I recall Dutch being is? very good at it. And do you remember my birthday party that we had where we played all those games in the park and we did all the ropes? I remember yes. I've got photos of you looking like a little bird jumping <laughs> rope. <laughs> Were they single or double Dutch? Were they double Dutch? No, I think it was just one rope, but we were very old. This was only like five years ago. So to jump in one rope was a lot (laughs) of effort. (laughs) But double Dutch thing, I remember you'd have to count one, two, three, go. My mother said two, count two, ten. And your both legs going. And it was, remember, it was England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. And this is elastics inside, outside, inside, on. I never played elastics. I always really, really, I'm really, shocked. really wanted I'm to. Shocked I know, but it was a girls' elastics. game. Even though I was able to get drunk, in. let's play elastics. I'll get some off eBay. You probably pay like 50 cents for them. I'll get some and we'll play it. Vinny uh, will you watch Vinny jump in too. Yeah, watch me, watch me, lads. <laughs> lads, look at me, I'm Langers. <laughs> but yeah, no, I always wanted to play elastics, but there was the fear of that being a girls thing. Obviously, I didn't give a shit about that when it came to double dutch. I'm like, bitches. Well, I was going to say, wasn't jumping rope back in those times more of a girls' game too? It was. But, you know, like they had jump rope for heart. So oh, that was sort yes. of a big fun race so where everyone ex- would do it. and much more acceptable. Yes. What wow. was jump rope for heart? You had to jump for like 10 hours straight or something. No, I don't think it was 10 hours. That would kill a child. Um, I think it was minutes because I was, I, was, I actually brought some rope this week. Um, some jump rope because I was watching this video um, on some, on Instagram, I think it was, but this chick who was showing her body transformation just from jumping rope 10 minutes a day for three days a week and how much she changed over 12 months. And um, because the equivalent of massive, massive. And look, and who knows if that's true or not? You know, you can't really believe but it. Think about it. Here. Jumping rope for 10 minutes is a long time. Well, I researched it and 10 minutes of jumping rope is equivalent to 30 minutes running. So, but, I mean, you and I couldn't start jumping rope and jump rope for 10 minutes in a row consecutively. We would literally Speak die. yourself, would, please. I did we could maybe do a minute. in primary school. <laughs> <laughs> we could maybe do a minute or two. I didn't even think we could do two minutes. Um, and when I used to have a personal trainer many moons ago, she used to do jumping with me from time to time. We'd do like 30-second intervals and stuff like that. And even 30 seconds really killed me. So you'd obviously build up to it, but I think it was minutes. The jump rope for heart is my point of saying that story. Yeah, it like it was probably a max of an 10 hour. Ten minute increments, maybe if you could. Yeah, exactly. You could yeah. do. You could do ten minutes, or I remember, twenty minutes, or thirty minutes, or something. And I remember like that. You, you tagged out, like you had a group, and then one person would have to skip. Oh yeah, and then we would tag too. in yeah, and yeah, start yeah. skipping. Yeah. yeah. 
but no, I do remember jump rope for heart. And what was the um last thing you said? Oh, the 40 hour famine. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. And we were only talking about that last night. It was only because I was putting all this together today that I, when I thought of jump rope for heart, it came up in one of the searches I was doing. I went, oh my God, everybody, I remember Sarah was just talking about it last night at dinner, um, us doing it. Because mum reckons we did it quite a few years. I don't remember doing it loads, but mum reckons we did it for years and years. I remember doing it um, for a few years because it was a big thing. It was like an annual big thing, yeah. I feel like we cheated a lot, though, too. Oh, yeah. I well, like I we did that with the 40-hour 40 40 famine. Oh, we're talking about 40-hour famine. God, I went back to fucking jump rope for heart. No, I feel head. like I didn't do 40 hours for that uh, food. Yeah, no, I think I only did that once. And I remember seeing an ad on TV where it said, um, call now for your free video, rah, rah, rah. And I remember being like, and I think it was probably maybe 12, 13, and I called up. And then I got through and he gave me, said, yep, you're getting your free video, yada, yada. And I was that excited. I remember running downstairs and saying, I've just won a free video. I've just won a free video. And they were all excited for me. And then the video turned up and it was a 40-hour family one. They're like, dude, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you won a free video? I'm like, oh, I tried. Oh, um, <laughs> but I, um, I remember doing it. I think I lasted till about... 30 hours and I ate a sandwich and I wasn't even really hungry at the time. It was just the fact that he just couldn't do it. And I ate a sandwich and I remember one of the chicks at the road denying me my um, fundraising money because that you ate, I'm not paying you. Yeah, I just remember that I was, I've always had um, an issue with getting hangry. <laughs> if I don't eat on schedule, I lose my shit. So I don't imagine as much as mum reckons that we did it, because she was saying us, oh, no, he's always did it. He's always did it. He didn't cheat. And I was like, I don't know, mum. Unless they I just, don't know if I could go 40 hours without food. Unless they were just doing the, they didn't have enough money in the budget for shopping for those two days. Like, oh, kids, 40-hour famine starts now. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> but now you can do, like, 40 hours um, without exercise. If you're an exercise junkie, or 40 hours without. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be tough. Maths, maths about the whole exercise thing. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, but, you know, you or 40 hours without smokes or 40 hours without chocolate. If you're like a, a Lent type person. of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sacrifice. You don't have to do the 40 hour thing. Anyway, um, I'm just going to leave you. Uh, there's two more things I want to touch on very quickly. Yep. Um, the whole three versions of the Australian anthem. I went to Vienna Woods State School. Um, and before she that, Kalani Bale. I went to Vienna Woods from year five and six, but before that I lived on the Central Coast. And when I got to Vienna Woods, I was shocked to find out there was more than one verse of the um, Australian anthem. Yeah. And at Vienna Woods, they did all three. So I quickly learned because on parade, you had to, and see again in, in New South Wales, it's assembly up here in Queensland, it's parade. Right, yes. Um, and I had to learn the whole three verses. And I was like, what the fuck? There's two more verses to go. <laughs> and you know they've changed the words from it now, from we are young and free to we are one and free. Yeah. Because Australia's not that. a young country. Yeah, it's not anymore. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, it never was. Um, but before we close off, We've gone through most of my points that I think. Um, I'm going to throw important. in one after yours, unless this the is the last part. thing I'm going to say is heads down, thumbs up, baby. Ah, oh, <laughs> yes. Best you so game. Desperately ever on a rainy wanted to be. Day. You so desperately wanted to be tapped on the back, didn't you? 
so you could try and figure out who it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it used to always happen when it was raining or at the end of the end of school. What a fucking great game. All right, that everyone, heads game. down, thumbs up. A great game for the teachers, so oh, everyone. Totally. Just stepping out for a bag. <laughs> yeah, heads down, thumbs up. Mark it. Oh, like. <laughs> yeah. The kids yeah. wouldn't have known shit. We were all too busy, you know. Heads and then there was people that would always peek and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good times. The other one that came into my head when you were talking about assembly was um, Safety House. Oh, so safety, safety houses house. with the yellow yeah. houses on there. And the only reason I remember it from assembly is we had a... People used to have them on their letterboxes as well, yes. the signs. This is a safety house, safe house. If you feel so weird, you can run into there. Um, yeah. I remember, I think it was grade seven, um, they had a competition to write a safety house jingle or something about a safety house. And I wrote this one to the um, tune of Jingle Bells and I was dead set certain I was going to win. And I just remember it goes, safety safety house, safety house, or safety week or something. Everybody knows, don't go into something, places where strange people go, oh, safety week, safety week. Don't you have an amazing memory? You remember so much more shit than I remember about stuff, like specific stuff about things. Well, look, I didn't win and I was devastated. And then I put down to the only reason I didn't win is I thought an adult helped me because it was that good. <laughs> is that what, what you thought? That's what that I told myself. Uh, but that, that was a fun trip down memory lane. I, I really enjoyed that. It. Thanks for listening, you stupid bitches. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Stupid Bitches Say What? Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. Follow our socials at Stupid B Say What. And if you like what you hear, please pass it on and tell your mates, especially you, Colorado, because you seem to be right up there. We love you for it. Good night, stupid bitches. Love you, Colorado. Bye. Good night. Yeah, that stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. He's a stupid bitch. What a stupid bitch. That's stupid.